Brigham Young Money. Man, those, those like first two weeks of the pandemic were the weirdest times ever. Well, I know because we took it way more seriously back then when we had like a very small fraction of the cases that we have now. So, right. um, <laughs> like everything was, we had a stay at home order in place when we were getting like 300 cases a day, maybe in this state. And now we are, we've hit over 4,000 twice. And um, every one in every 51 Utahns has coronavirus right now. Right incredible. now, one in 51. And that's just like, that's just based on the averages of people getting tested, right? Like, well, that that's known cases. So yeah, like, it could be a hell of a lot worse because there's quite the movement of people saying, don't get tested. Things can't get shut down if you don't get tested. I, I think the moment, <laughs> yeah, I think the moment that we pretty much just like gave up on coronavirus is when I read the article about how like high school athletes were like lining their nostrils with alcohol to cheat tests. Oh, yes, what the fuck? <laughs> Man, no, I was I was gonna say that we're dumb as hell over here because tourists can come back. I mean, and that is dumb as fuck. But like, yeah. did you, I don't know if anybody pays attention to everybody's favorite doctor reply guy, Eugene Gu, but. Hell yes. Uh, I saw he, your tweet today about that. Yeah, he's like, I'm socially distancing on the big island. Like, okay, let's walk through the steps of how the fuck you got here. <laughs> yeah, dude. You flew from California that has more COVID tests or COVID cases than we have people. Dude, there was this story in uh in like local Utah news where this family was going to their timeshare in like Maui and they got oh. turned away. They got turned away at the airport in Maui when they got there. <laughs> they were like, this was the worst case scenario for this Utah family. And they're like, I think we're gonna sell our timeshare. This was the worst experience we've ever had. Good. So- you just lost the <laughs> one family. <laughs> you know, and the worst part is, is like you don't fly directly to the Big Island. Like you're not no. flying to. You have to stop in Oahu, where I live, mm-hmm. and has all of the COVID cases because we have the airport. It's like, yep. please just get the fuck out of here, <laughs> dude. So, like, is there like an anti anti mask movement there, like there is here? Because that's like we have like the. Uh, I mean, our, our governor was scared to do anything for so long because they're, everyone's scared of these, like, psychos. Like, there was this really popular video that went around of this um, this uh, protest that took place in southern Utah where a lady famously was like, you know, pedophiles love masks or whatever. And they were like, <laughs> it was this weird, like, QAnon anti-mask rally. Is that even a thing in Hawaii? Like, people like that? Not really. I mean, you have your um, almost universally white people um who are also universally trump people um but for the vast majority of people like there's kind of like a general community spirit here because you know we live very very close together yeah um and if you don't take care of one another or at least kind of sort of work together the whole thing kind of comes collapsing down uh and like in hawaiian culture there's kind of like built-in island-based socialism when it comes to like Uh bettering the community uh, unfortunately, a lot of mainlanders will come here and fuck all that up, and that's why they get their asses kicked. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> and like in Hawaii, there's so many like multi generational housing houses as well. It's and, bad. Uh, um, like it, it, it hit Hawaii especially hard. I mean, our numbers, if you just look at the numbers, look like absolutely nothing compared to y'all's. Um, <laughs> like we, if we hit triple digits a day, 
on any island, it's bad. Uh, but it's also because we have like one ICU in the state. Oh, God. So if our ICU fills up, like, you know, if Utah fills up, you have Nevada and California. We have nobody for 2,500 miles. So, yeah. And, and your ass ain't flying to California for treatment. You'll just fucking die. Yep. Um, so, like, you know, uh, we have a very high cost of living here. So most people have a roommate. Like, I live in a duplex. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's expensive as fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is... Incredibly I to, expensive. I went to Maui on my honeymoon and I thought I did a good job of budgeting. And I blew through that in like the first like four days. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I was it's budgeting. So, so expensive. Whenever you think, and like, you know, the gas price is most like, oh, the gas is really expensive. Like, fuck, I wish I was the only, because I own, I own a Prius. So I'm like, I'm fine. I can drive right. around this island twice on a tank of gas. Um, but like food is expensive. Electricity is incredibly expensive. Um, if anything breaks, that's expensive because you know goddamn well that shit's getting imported to get fixed. Um, just getting oh. mail is expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like my air conditioner broke and it's like, like 85 degrees all day. Um, and like they have to import a compressor from the mainland. So I have to wait like three weeks. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> What I still I still have my dream of moving to Maui up in the hills up by Hana and just like I don't know picking coffee beans and riding my mountain bike up in the mountains by Haleakala. I mean don't get me wrong I love living here. Um it's the most friendly place I've ever lived. Um once people realize you're not a tourist anyway cuz like you know tour- nobody gives a fuck about tourists. They're like the idea that people are rude to tourists isn't true but um you know people are very nice, food's great. Um it's like everyone's like, oh, it's only 30 miles in circumference in your island. You're it's gonna close, and you're like, man, I'm a fucking podcaster, I'm a writer. How many road trips do you think I'm going on? <laughs> like, a lot, dude. Care. It's the great American story. Yeah. The writer. Exactly. Um, so yeah, we've got uh Joe Kasabian here on the pod today. Joe, say hi to the people. Hey everybody, how's it going? They're doing well. We've got <laughs> we've got Jordan <laughs> Greg as well. Um, Joe. Tell us about yourself real quick. Of course, this is jcast99 on Twitter. I know that's probably what you're more known by at this point. Yeah, and unfortunately, those are just like the, my first initial and the f- first three letters of my name. I didn't realize that it sounded like jackass when you said it out loud. <laughs> yeah. Now it's just a bit. And um, he was born in the year 1999. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, I'm 21. really glad I didn't go with my birth year because it's 88. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Oof. I would have to be explaining that literally every day. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I'm the host of the Lions Led by Donkeys podcast. Uh, I'm the author of The Hooligans of Kandahar and an, uh, another upcoming series called Liberty or Death. And uh, if you may have, you know, guessed by a few of those terms, we've got another troop in the house to really balance things out. <laughs> We're finally got- a majority. We, we've got, let's, are we called civvies? Is that a thing? Are we, are we civilians? Greg, uh, and Greg and I more well-adjusted people most of the time. I hate well, that's, that's definitely true. I had I had. I think there are a lot of things that you can call me, but well-adjusted is not one of them. Yeah, Fair Greg's enough. having a having a normal one this year, especially. Um, but yeah, so we we had to get some troop in the mix, and um, mainly to talk about some some things later in the podcast, which we will be going over. But just um, a quaint I, local company. 
a quaint local <laughs> company. Um, oh, we, fuck. I forgot that they're local for you guys. Yes. So it's this, your this art. And so first, I, I just want to give a, a bit of a um, sneak peek as to what we're going to be talking about later or one of the people who we'll be talking about later. Let's see. Um, God damn it, Kyle. Fuck. Oh, hold on. Oh, let's see. Sharon. Yep. Okay. Oh, God. Here's an epic rap battle. Yep. Let me know if you guys can hear this. Good. Can you guys hear it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't want to, but I can. All right. What the fuck? This you is hate masculinity. Yep. Always trying to be mushy. You went to the gynecologist with your girl and thought you were the pussy greatest nation. Ain't no way that you can trump me. My rhymes are presidential, so I'll grab you by the pussy. You're so sensitive. I'm surprised you even have fun. You look at an airsoft toy and yell. Emotional gun control is just smoke and mirrors. But cry away so I can loot my gun with your tears. You think a whistle can save your life? You're in denial. I'll be responsible for my own safety in the meanwhile. With your logic, shit, well, it's hard to be fair. So show me where I fended you on the teddy bear. Ignorance is bliss, but my horizons are ready to brawl. You drive a truck and your dick is small. Your gun laws relate to like 1776. Times have changed and violence shouldn't exist. You just spout that Trump's making America great quote. Let's all be honest. Hillary won the popular vote. Your love for weapons is worse than a nuclear race. Your basement has more guns than a military base. You can call me offended, but I know where I And pro 2A. How does that make a me a bigot or anti-gay? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was conceived during a three-way. You look at my guns and say they were a disgrace. Tell me how many crimes you stopped with your safe space. <laughs> Let me guess. You think the government should pay off your loan while you sit back and yell? This is a gun-free zone. There is how many crimes you stopped. We won't admit that you had fun. <laughs> yeah. Sit back, son, while I cook bacon with my gun. You drink light beer like an unrefined. Oh my God! Why is this not over? We're almost done. If I was in Getmo, I'd have already told you everything that I know. This is my waterboard moment. I think I've been really unfair to tankies. Okay. And, um, Liberals' famous ISIS lovers also, which was like a nice He made thing. two different rape jokes in two minutes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, boy. Okay, we're almost done. Yeah, but ironically. <laughs> I'm tolerant, but not that tolerant. Come here, Snowflake. Time to learn about sacrifice. What's up, guys? Hope you enjoyed the video. Uh, if you want, check out Black Rifle Call. <laughs> Smash that <laughs> fucking subscribe button. That's so. not even the only rap song he's made. There's one that's even worse. Yes, How? there is. How could it be worse? It's, it, it's called I Operate. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. I, I know entirely too much about Matt Best, in case he, anybody's curious. He also has this country song called Gun Free Zone. Of course he does. I hope his fucking wife leaves him. Well, yeah. This is the last thing. Last night, baby and me were getting cash to see a movie. This is entirely music. It sounds for like a parody. I know. It sounds like that Bo, that Bo Burnham song. Yes, it, he sounds like Bo Burnham, but if Bo Burnham's family tree didn't have any branches. <laughs> <laughs> and also wasn't funny. 
The song honestly sucks. But anyway, so he's, apparently he he rips open his shirt and he's got a shirt that says gun free zone and then the criminals get get God or whatever. He has like a some um he has a run in with some Antifa folks that break into his house that say I their signs say I want free shit, peaceful protest. And then another one says kill everyone. It's pretty good. Um, I have two of topical. those signs, actually. Yeah, they're actually yeah. the two genders. Yeah. <laughs> God. So anyway, we will be talking about Matt Best and uh, Black Rifle Coffee here. here he made soon. an entire movie too. I know. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. He made Range a movie? fifteen. Range fifteen, and it's so terrible. It literally starts off with a transphobic joke and like also executing civilians for not knowing who Medal of Honor recipients are. <laughs> it's so. It, it, if Hell that yes. movie is a, if that movie is like an American film. I'm joining ISIS. Wait, have you seen the, the <laughs> have you seen the Kevin Sorbo one? Uh God's yeah. Not Dead. Is, is is that the one? It's one they, of them, yeah. Well, the, there's the one where they um again, it's like the town is taken over by like Antifa. But oh. it, Antifa's <laughs> like a bunch of it's a bunch of like boomers. Um it's on Netflix. Fuck, what's what? that movie called? Oh, yeah. please tell me. Um Oh god. Oh, the Reliant. That's it's it's uh, it's a fantastic Ooh. film. Um, I'm going to be watching that soon. The say, can you give us the synopsis? Real you quick, just did. Antifa notes. takes over a town, and I'm yeah. guessing mayhem ensues or something. I don't Dude, know. This is all the, the things that boomers wanted Chop to be. No, it, it seriously is like. But it, what's super funny is that like they, uh, you know, the people that you can get for like a Christian film like this. Mm-hmm. is pretty limited who people who want to be in it and so all the antifa people are just like also boomers and they're just like they're like marching down the street and they have signs that say like like we need jobs or something and then like they're you know there's a lot of violence in this movie as well it's really good but it's just starring kevin sorbo and scott bayo it's yeah. just the fucking boomer violence porn i thought didn't they already have enough of that with the last rambo where he was no. literally hunting down a, like fucking cartels and shit dude they needed more the the and like the google summary thing says a 19 year old woman cares for her siblings after an econ- uh, econometric econometric collapse that leads to widespread violence so sorry uh, what is that econometric? a word i've never heard that word in my life actually uh, it sounds like so. a george mason department oh my god <laughs> Yeah, as oh, when a town suffers an economic collapse, social unrest forces a family to seek refuge in the wilderness as bitter outlaws threaten their survival. Yep, so uh, that's a great film, highly recommend. This is just like the purge MAGA version, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Just wanted to play Eric Rudolph for a while, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Jesus, oh boy. Um, yeah, so we'll (laughs) we'll get to that and we get to our favorite Utah local uh coffee company, of course. Um Utah's been in the news a lot lately. Uh, Joe, did you see our monolith that we discovered in the desert? Yeah, I assume it had something to do with the Mormons, but I wasn't sure. Dude, <laughs> we, no one, no one fucking knows. And apparently, it's like way far out that like so the government is not disclosing the location, except because some, they don't some redditor want... named Bearfucker found exactly where it is. Oh, really? Okay. All, all you have to do is like re- if you re- release one picture, someone named like Poop Dick for twenty sixty nine on Reddit's gonna be like found it, got it, no problem. Google Dude. Maps is getting awesome these days. <laughs> well, okay, they're literally so. Bearfucker was using like Google Earth or whatever, 
And it's using a 2015 like archive. So it's been there since 2015 at the earliest. And okay. I've got to says- say, Go. Bear fucker might be even better than piss pig granddad. Dude. <laughs> this is okay. Listen to how he found this. He says, I looked at the rock type sandstone color, red and white, no black streaks like found on higher cliffs in Utah shape, more rounded, indicating a more exposed area in erosion. The texture of the Canyon floor, flat rock versus sloped, indicating higher up in a watershed with infrequent water and the larger cliff Mesa in the upper background of one of the photos. I took all that and lined it up with the flight time and the flight path of the helicopter earlier in the morning, taking off from Monticello, Utah and flying almost directly north before going off radar. Usually indicating that it dropped below the radar scan altitude. From there, I know I am looking for a southeast facing canyon with rounded red white rock, most likely close to the base of a, a larger cliff or mesa, most likely close to the top of a watershed, and w- with a suitable flat area for an AS 350 helicopter to land. Took about 30 minutes of random checks around the Green River, Colorado River <laughs> junction before finding similar terrain. From there, it took another 15 minutes to find the exact canyon. Yes, I'm a freak. So, uh, a very specific kind of guy that it's that one very, found. That dude very, makes pipe bombs in the shed. Dude, <laughs> I, I, he just like, is like a hobbyist on Google Earth, and people were like, He's like, I wish I could find a job that like could utilize this uh fucking sickness I have, but um, yeah, so I know a people strike pilot, right? Dude, he could, but I know people who are going down to try. I know at least one person who's going to go try to find it this week. Does he normally only Google search schools in Yemen or something? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yep. Uh, So at least he's doing, he's putting it to better use and finding a hunk of metal in the desert instead. So, um, and it is literally just like a, it's like 12 feet tall too. Like I don't fucking get it. It's how'd they hide it for that long. Someone would have found it on accident. You'd think. Dude, it's it's uh it's it's out there. I don't know. I mean, I know you've been on an on an island for I don't know how long you've been on the <laughs> island, but uh time doesn't matter here. It doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> exist. Um it's like I don't know, dude. It's it's not I could I could see why it could go unnoticed for a long time, but have absolutely no idea um what the fuck that is. I think someone's just a really dedicated two thousand one a space odyssey fan. I mean I mean just drop it in no. the middle of the desert like this is my monument to to Kubrick. Dude, they had like they reenacted that scene but just like had like monkey orgy sex out there instead around the the monolith. I like that idea. All right, we put the monolith out there. All right, we get the costumes on and we just go to town. All right? Yeah. It happens. <laughs> in that little cave that or in the Planet cave. of the Apes newest oh version kind of sucks, guys. It does. It does. Um, so yeah, that's fun. We'll obviously be following up on that as uh local adventurers go figure out. Um, I mean, what, what is there really to find? They're gonna go tap on the fucking metal and that's it. Someone's gonna be the first one to put their dick on it. That's true, <laughs> as with oh anything else. <laughs> that's all that's all human advancement is is just one metaphysically or physical dick measuring contest throughout time and space (laughs) and And, we'll be looking for that mushroom stamp soon (laughs) and either it feels really good or we're just going to open up the second seal i mean (laughs) give me the second seal please for love of god so someone's dick's gonna touch it like gold lines are gonna shoot up through the top and it's gonna unlock something that's one small dick for man (laughs) Dude, <laughs> one giant dick for mankind. It's so great if, like, one of these days from Salt Lake, we just see this gigantic beam of light from the southeast. 
It's been activated. Oh my god, that would be incredible. We'll get Kanye's ultra light beam to play, dude. It's it's also gonna be just a giant uh, holographic form of Kim Kardashian's dead dad. <laughs> just Jesus dancing Christ. to the. We probably didn't talk about that, but goddamn, that was the worst thing. I hated that. I, I am so I, excited I, to see a fifty story like Robert <laughs> Kardashian in the sky. Would anyone feel? Would 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 any of you guys feel good about someone doing that to one of your? That fuck. Man. No, a hologram can't hit me, so I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah, if, if, yeah if like my uh Dude. if like my fiance did like some sort of like hologram dead relative i would immediately just like move away from her and just like we, I, we can't do this i can't believe that he has that many billions of dollars and the hologram that he gets looks like it was rendered on a ps2 Dude, look, look. <laughs> it looked like an like, EA Sports creative player. <laughs> and that weird word that he used for like what I assume what he what he was inferring is farting. Do you guys remember that part where he said he he called fuck? I wish I I, I didn't come prepared with my Robert Kardashian hologram knowledge, but he said this really weird word that he said that their whole family did, and it kind of sounded like incesty, but I assume he meant like farting. God. I know if if there are Armenian families, any like mine involves drinking a ton of vodka, and farting a lot. <laughs> yep, I think that's it. Just, then. We did a, a, a lot uh, with a lot less money, so we just drank different vodka. Um, Is there a good Armenian vodka that you should put us on to? We normally just chug brandy, like good wholesome. Folk. That'll do it. Uh, but yeah. our uh, brandy's fucking magnificent. If you can get it, I can't get any in Hawaii, so I'm sad and depressed inside. I don't. If you can't get it in Hawaii, like. I don't think we can get uh, Armenian brandy in Utah either. We, Wait, uh, that's true. Kyle, are you saying that the state of Utah won't pro- procure like Armenian brandy for our like <laughs> state-run liquor stores? We, we'd get put <laughs> on lists if we tried to do something like that here. They have to have a special Mormon one with like the the ABVs like two, zero point three. <laughs> it's got to have kombucha levels of alcohol in it. <laughs> unfortunately, um, so. I know things have been pretty uh, um, shitty lately. And before we get back to some of like the uh, dreary stuff, I suppose, because shit kind of sucks again. Um, Greg, tell us about some good news that we had. Something uh, Libcuck friend of the pod, Andy Larson, did on Twitter yesterday. Yeah. So, I mean, we will, I'll kind of wrap it up really quickly, kind of just give it the the, uh, cliff notes. But Andy Larson, beat writer for the Salt Lake Tribune on uh, Utah Jazz, he's also been on the COVID beat in this dystopian hellscape that we live in. And also famous for making a lot of jazz fans mad by saying that Quinn Snyder donated to Burgess Owens because Quinn Snyder donated to Burgess Owens. Yeah, and also uh, made those same people mad when he said when he talked about uh, institutional racism because we all know that That's institutional right. racism doesn't. Or systemic racism, both of which um, are complete hoaxes and don't exist in the state of Utah. Yeah, it was a red kid in 1978 when we finally decided as a church that black people were human beings. (laughs) (laughs) Take Uh, that racism owned. At any rate, um, so Carl Malone ended racism in Utah. Sorry, <laughs> but he would have ended racism if he won a championship. Yep, he was that. He was close. a bit, you know, he had his hands full with thirteen-year-olds. Oh, oh God. <laughs> anyway, um, back to back to Andy. Wait, is Carl Malone a pedophile? Yes, uh, uh, he got a thirteen-year-old pregnant. Yeah. Tech- oh my God, I had no idea when he was nineteen. 
Tell me John Stockton's still cool. Otherwise, my NBA jam history is fucked. Well, John I Stockton's good. He's right. good. He's just an asshole. Yeah, he like tips like shit. I think that's the worst thing I've heard about him. Guys, yeah, he he's a, I can I can't I can't confirm that he tips like shit. He's, well, I guess on the pedophile to uh, tipping that, like shit scale, I know which side of the scale I would rather be on. I would right. prefer one one of these things to the other. We, we are, we're sophisticated people. We can have a spectrum. Okay, he's sorry, just, Grant. He's just got like angry little man Catholic syndrome. He can't yeah. help it. He's from Spokane. He's yeah, so fucking Catholic, dude. Yeah, he's yeah. like the most Catholic. He's guy the ever. most Catholic, most Catholic man. Most Catholic non-Italian man, I believe. Yes, I would be mad if I was from Spokane too. Yep. Who wouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so back to Andy, a uh, good friend, wonderful, wonderful person. He apparently had some jar of coins just at his house that he had been contributing to over the past, I don't know, X amount of months or years. So he went to the bank finally and got it all counted up and it, it rounded up to about $165. And so he tweeted out something along the lines of like, hey, I, I had this jar of coins that is now $165. Can someone point me in the right direction uh, to, I don't know, a family who needs Thanksgiving or gifts for Christmas? Um, and long story short, that $165 has snowballed into a gigantic amount of donations and the latest from three hours ago um this 165 dollars of coins is now forty nine thousand three hundred eighty dollars and 66 cents of donations from people just venmoing andy money Love and so it. a lot of people are going to get a, a very nice Christmas. And, and like people reached out direct, like he, Andy, like asked for people to reach out if, for, if you needed help or if like people yes. they knew needed help and people did like, uh, so that was great. Yeah. Andy, cool. I mean, yeah. a lot of people, awesome. a lot of people are, are struggling and, you know, Utah has been hit extremely hard with COVID and a lot of us aren't going to be able to see our loved ones. Um, and yeah, it's kind of a testament to that that things as shitty as they are, they're still really wonderful people. I just want to applaud a random reporter for the Salt Lake Tribune for doing more for people in the state than the entire state or the federal government. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, yeah uh, the beat, you gotta love it. The beat writer for the Utah Jazz has done more for COVID relief than Governor Gary Herbert. It was great to see uh, um, incoming governor retweeting that, though, because like it's just like, whoa, will someone please do something? This guy is. It's like, oh, my God. Governor elect and head of Utah's COVID task force. It was like when the city was boosting uh, like the Utah COVID mutual aid group as well. And it's like you guys could also like do <laughs> <You're, stuff. laughs> you guys could do something about this, you know? Yeah, our governor did that here in hawaii uh and it was like talking about um charities and stuff you could um give to and i'm like bro when we got covid relief money you gave it to the fucking cops (laughs) (laughs) he gave it to honolulu pd amazing they got four wheelers (laughs) jesus but no let's let's share this fucking kickstarter or whatever dude it's like gavin newsom like 
I believe science. Will someone please do something about climate change? It's like, bro, you are the governor of California. Like, who are you talking to? Like, I you just, govern a, what amounts to be a country. It's a liter- It's a nation state. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, no. California has the GDP of how many countries? I don't. Yeah, you insane. have more money and power than like Italy. Like, what are you doing? That's a low bar. I, it's like in the top seven, I think. Of like, the, it would be it would be in the top ten of most powerful nations if it was its own nation. Yeah, it's probably on par so with like Germany. Like, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, Man. and then he gets caught going out to dinner with his fucking family at a restaurant without wearing a mask. Oh, did you guys see like apparently like a bunch of like old stuff about Newsom came out? Like, apparently he dated his wife when she was nineteen. Oh and he was like, look at the guy. He looks like someone who would do that. He looks like he'd be sticky if you touched him. He looks like fucking Patrick Bateman, dude. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Holy God. fuck, he does look like Patrick Bateman. He's got like the exact same hair. And he he like he was another one of those guys that like went to the aftermath of like another fire that ravaged like a gigantic portion of the state and like did like a photo shoot wearing like Clark's boots or whatever. Yeah. Just like, oh my God, man. <clears throat> Well, complaining because of COVID, we couldn't have as many uh, prisoner slave firefighters at work. Yeah, dude. I, I think the most we're going to see from like Democratic politicians is just a standard wearing like steel-toed boots and a slicker for like twenty minutes, and that's about it. I know. My They're going to go down to Kamala's the hospital and catch find... COVID in fucking solidarity with the fucking healthcare workers. Dude, we're good. Kamala's going to finally put those Timberlands to good use. You just you wait. Oh, I've been waiting. <laughs> She's got the Tims for the destroyed forests, and then uh, she's got the Converse for the streets where all the homeless people are living. What boots <clears throat> does she put on when she starts kicking people into prison for fucking Dude. truancy? We're, we're close. <laughs> we're getting there. Um, yeah, so shout out to Andy for that one. Andy also... <laughs> Andy's a real one. He's got, he had some good stuff today because um, also the Jazz announced that like since the NBA is starting up again next month. Um, Wait, what? Uh, Why? Yeah, well, it's <laughs> even better. Uh, the Jazz are going to be letting 1,500 people into uh, the home games. Um, what the fuck? I'm so glad are, we don't have professional sports here. Yep. Yeah, because things are obviously trending in the right direction. So by, by, by December 22nd, I'm sure we'll be fine. And uh, yeah, so Andy was obviously reporting on this and, you know, they say that they're doing it um, very responsibly with masks and uh, reduced capacity, obviously. But uh, it's uh, you're you're sending um, bad signals when you do this and not not bad signals, bad signals like this is just a, not a good idea, but they're doing it anyway. Um, but Andy really capped off uh, his thoughts on this pretty well and I think encapsulates a lot of the uh, things that jazz fans in particular have been dealing with, um, at least the normal ones. He said, on the plus side, you're going to have 1,500 people who don't think COVID is a big deal reacting to the jazz kneeling before the national anthem next year. So we can all look <laughs> forward to that because um, <clears throat> God damn, fun, that's good. Fun cross-section of people. And of course, there were people in the replies getting mad about that. And you might ask yourself, why would they get mad about that? Why why could someone think, look at that statement and, and you know, get mad and potentially see themselves in the crosshairs of that tweet? It's a good question we should all be asking ourselves. It's because but, uh, jazz fans are the biggest batch of piss babies to ever exist. They really are. We we really are, but they really are. They just, I, I, just, I don't see I, my... I, I'm, not I, among them. 
These are the same people who were whining that Donovan Mitchell just signed a five-year extension, but were mad because it included a player option. I called the Utah Jazz uh, uh, fan base a colony of Eeyores. Yep. And I just, I stand by it. Like they're the type of people who could wake up to a beautiful 72 degree Saturday with nothing to do except for enjoy like the pool in their backyard. And they would wake up and be like, it's probably going to rain on Wednesday. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's Eeyore if Eeyore was also racist. <laughs> we can probably assume he was. And only had, and only he was had British. Sex in the man. And only He's definitely had, a turf. what bathroom are you supposed to be in you're the bathroom cop (laughs) thanks i'm really glad i just created that i hate myself oh my god (laughs) turf you're the bathroom cop (laughs) oh my god that is that is official brigham young money canon now We've got a sad cast of characters that we've just added to, unfortunately. You think Winnie the Pooh would wear a poppy? <laughs> oh, not only would he wear a poppy, he'd be a blue line guy. Like, he'd be the oh, British oh, equivalent no. of a blue line guy, which is like they have the Union Jack and a crying, laughing face in his fucking Twitter profile. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have never even seen that. that that's I like All that. I know is that Tigger voted for Boris Johnson. Tigger isn't like a Boris Johnson <laughs> Yeah, Tigger's a... Definitely a Tory, no doubt. Yep. Yeah, he's a total Tory. <laughs> Taker's in the DUP. He's a fucking bastard. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, yeah, the fucking so, unionist. <laughs> so as I mentioned, we are uh, we're cruising right along to um, COVID apocalypse, which is just great. Uh, we've been, I think, I can't remember what what we were at last time we talked. I think today is the first time we've had a positive percentage under 20% for like, we've had like three Jesus in the last like Christ. month and a half. Yeah, dude, it's bad. Has anybody told you, Tyler, mm. you're not trying to get the high score? Um, We're, yeah, no, they haven't because we are just, it's it's a fucking disaster. Joe, um, you forget that this is a pyramid scheme state. So, you know, if anything <laughs> happens to you, you have to pass it on to four other people and they have to pass it on to four <laughs> other people. And then my COVID, I, my COVID upline is, yeah, is calling dude, me. It's, it is. It's an entire state built on MLMs. Yeah. <laughs> so including the religion that. that founded this state. <laughs> dude, it's. It's a disaster. It's it's the worst. Jordan, tell us about the the current state of restrictions or lack thereof. I oh guess. yeah. Well, the governor decided it was a good idea to like drop like the social gatherings restriction right before Thanksgiving because who would want that? Um, also, oh uh, we're gonna have Black Friday, and uh, I went and grabbed oh, groceries yes. the other day, and they're already having the signs out. So get ready Holy for some fun fuck. days, Utah. I can't wait to kill grandma for a fucking 72 inch Vizio. What, what are you being, what are you thankful for this year? Uh, ventilators, I guess. Uh, fuck, it's, I don't know. We literally have, I mean, our, our, our hospitals are straight up full. So yeah, I see user at a hundred percent. Yeah. And so somebody asked him, a reporter today said, Hey governor, what's your plan if we hit, you know, 5,000 cases a day. And he said, Oh, there's not one. So um solid yep so we're good everything's good the leadership we crave baby Uh, i guess we'll just the person that just got elected just as bad 
It's his current lieutenant governor who was put in charge of the coronavirus task force back in March and then disappeared after he won his primary. So, uh, which also took place in, I think, was the primary in May or something? Yeah, it was in May. And And um, he's been gone since then. Yeah, he's pretty much like an absentee leader, but he's also kind of like a care lord on Twitter. So it's just the absolute worst. Yeah, dude. He, he like, my God, how do we describe? I mean, He's like if Mr. Magoo had a baby with Patrick Bateman. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wait, but okay, but he, who's like a current like national Republican we can compare? I mean, he's like in the Mitt Romney vein of Republican. I'd say he's like Rubio. He's, he is, dude, but he's worse though, because he's like even more, he's like a woke conservative, but like, God, dude, he compared, Ooh, he, he compared yeah. abortion to slavery. Like he, he pretends to be woke on Twitter and he like is a huge jazz fan so he will like you know i stand with our players fighting against racism but if you ask him like what he thinks racism is like he he would he says there's you know there's no racism in police forces there's it's just people like, telling me i can't say the n word yeah yeah dude i mean when everyone's like idea of racism is that like it's it's someone being mean to someone who's black or like someone who's black not getting a job or something like that's what they think racism is limited to and he is against that and nothing more so i I think um, you're right though he's definitely like the mitt romney vein of like utah politician like he's just he'll do like one thing that makes you think like he's woke and all that and then like immediately do five other things that that just undo that absolutely yeah and and People in Utah love him because he's, you know, he's affable and he's kind of got this like aw shucks demeanor and he'll tweet about the jazz. But then like, you know, he'll defund Planned Parenthood in the same day. Oh, yeah. That's that uh, like rural central Utah sort of like uh-huh. like a kind of personality where you're really nice, but you're also very racist. I yeah. know this because my grandparents were from that region. Okay, so here's a good example. So he I mean, over the summer, we had a lot of protests here, obviously, and they, um, you know, he was all on board with the National Guard being rolled out to essentially uh, stand around and do nothing. Well, yeah, but threaten like every protester with uh, life in prison. But then um, some anti mask protesters came to his house the other day in, in rural Utah to protest his house. And he made them cookies and then tweeted about it and said that they just simply disagree on masks. So, uh, uh, isn't that fucking quaint? It's just a little simple disagreement he has with them, apparently. So, he's not like a uh, full Q guy like our new congressman, uh, Burgess Owens, who Spencer did uh, endorse. But, um, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's just worse. He's way more insufferable. Um, so I think we are at the point where I'm going to turn the time over to Jordan. Brother Jordan, you want to walk us through the incredible experience and lifestyle brand that is uh, Black Rifle Coffee Company? Thank you, Brother Kyle. And, and talk about why they're in the news lately, because, uh, boy, they've been making some waves. Oh, yes. Black Rifle Coffee Company. The uh, uh, company that represents me as a veteran. So, you know, I, I enjoy... <laughs> A product that definitely like brands itself as something that's by the troops for the troops and of the troops for like 40 year old guys who never even ever like thought about going to a recruiting station but whatever <laughs> um they made the news lately because kyle rittenhouse that shit heel who shot three people in wisconsin 
uh, got bailed out and was wearing the Black Rifle Coffee t-shirt, which people automatically assumed was an endorsement by the product for him. And which necessarily wasn't the case. Um, it was just what he was wearing, which should probably still tell you something about Black Rifle Coffee. I just had this in my fucking jail property tub. <laughs> Whoops. We should also probably mention that Kyle Rittenhouse's bail was $2 million. And posted yeah. by Ricky Schroeder of Silver Spoons. Yeah. Man, that's disappointing. Uh, I, wait, I, really? It's such a weird heel turn. Ricky well, Schroeder. Ricky Schroeder is kind of weird because he became Mormon like 20 years ago, too. <laughs> and like there's a lot of like crazy things like you look in the record show like what the fuck happened so, there did Dude, he I get really me. into mormon history and like actually uh mountain meadows was good oh my and god so, so he had no choice That's but the fucking nice. sponsor fucking kyle rittenhouse uh the nauvoo legion was acting in self-defense okay <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sorry uh i'm the uh, fucking the blue line for the nauvoo legion <laughs> john d lee was innocent dude Oh my god! And the I had my no idea pil- he the, became Mormon. That's good. The idea. my pillow guy footed most of the bill, which is also like. Did he really? Yeah. I mean, you mean uh, you mean our our president in twenty twenty four? Probably, yeah. Dude, it's like you have two pillows to choose from. One is full of Simtex, the other is full of my mustache hair. Um, <sighs> you know, it, it's another weird thing that if you told me like a year or four years ago now, like no, actually, the my pillow guy would because like my pillow's been on for a while. Uh, yeah. Because the ads used to be everywhere, but it's, now everybody's yeah. like, damn, never mind. Um, but like, imagine like 2014, like, no, you know that weird made for TV pillow guy? He's going to spring a racist mass murderer from prison. Dude, <laughs> like, I know. How the fuck did we get here? I mean, I know how we got here, but how the fuck did we get here? Like, it, this shit has been accelerating, and I get it's uh, boy. I'm just and, waiting for like Doc Brown to like slunk, just run through the door too. It's like <laughs> the future's not right, Marty. And then we just yeah, have to go back God. and fix everything. I mean, uh, I don't even know how we get off this trajectory or how we could have gotten this off this trajectory. You know, uh, and it's worth pointing out that Black Rifle Coffee Company itself, like corporate, did not fund Kyle Rittenhouse, but they indirectly did. And like something that I'm sure they really like in tri- trickle down economics is that one of the people that they sponsored did. So they kind of fucking did. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. It's so facto, it, yeah. It was yeah. because they there was a Blaze host who, like, posted, like, hell yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse brought, repping uh, Black Rifle Coffee. Anyway, here's my promo code for Black Rifle Coffee. Make sure you go buy some because they support uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Which, yeah, oh, did, and he did, said the money from the promo would go to Kyle Rittenhouse. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> did, did we, I, I can't remember if we talked explicitly about who Kyle Rittenhouse is, but the, during the, the Kenosha protest, Kyle Rittenhouse um, shot and killed someone and then was running away from the scene of where he shot and killed someone, a, 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 a protester, a, what can be presumed as a BLM protester. And as he was running away, um, got into another confrontation, which was on video, and he shoots and kills another person. And, and wounds, then, a, wounds a third. Yeah. Yeah. And then he wounded a third person. And then which and then was subsequently protected by the police, able to leave, and then arrested at his home in Indiana and one of the states next to Wisconsin. Maybe. Yeah, he drove all he drove clear the fuck out of the state 
uh, and he bought his gun through a straw purchase because he's 17 and cannot legally own a rifle yep. uh, with his stimulus check. Dude, I saw that. Which is the most American sentence I believe I've ever fucking said. <laughs> this guy used a stimulus check. This 17 an year old. Yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't even think he could get one because he's not an adult. But the 17 year old used a stimulus check that the government gave out to buy an illegal firearm to commit a hate crime is the most American thing I've ever thought of. The only thing that didn't make it even more American is that, like, I don't know, he wasn't also a fucking football player. Yeah, I don't know that he, he like didn't have CTE yet. Yeah, I was gonna say a seventeen-year-old with early onset CTE. <laughs> oh no, Dude, I'll, right. I'll, I'll that though. He wasn't a football player, but he was a police explorer. Yes, yeah. Fuck, I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah, that's he is better. like that's better. Yeah, yeah, it is better. Yeah, man. He uh, it's 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 just fucking insane. But like, and that it, obviously that event on its own is just insanely disgusting. But like, this kid is literally like worshipped by a good ch- chunk of the mainstream right. like they call him saint kyle rittenhouse yeah yeah like he's he's was, made his way into the canon they like at trump rallies they've got shirts they've got like all that shit like kyle rittenhouse did nothing wrong he's on fox news there's like actual congress people saying he should run for congress yeah there was the, like, the dude from the the congress person from florida i forgot his name but was tweeting oh yeah, was that matt gates out yeah it, it was wasn't no was it Matt Gates? I think it was Matt Gates. Don't cr- I mean, that sounds like, like a Matt Matt Gates thing to do. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it was. I think it, it, was, it someone, was someone someone else. lower level. Oh, okay, it may have been um, a state rep, like the yeah, like the I guy think it was. who it was pretended to rep. be a, a gay black guy. It's like that oh. level. <laughs> There's like yeah, but it was yeah, but it was like Kyle Rittenhouse for for president in in all caps with like five uh, exclamation points. And his lawyer, Rittenhouse's lawyer, is a huge Q guy named Lynn Wood. Yes. Oh my God, um, massive right. fucking Q guy. Love yeah, that guy. Right. I mean, I hate him because he's a real piece of shit, but I love how crazy he is. He's Does fucking he moonlight insane. as like a 70s porn star? I hope Dude, so. That's a great name. It would yeah, be a great name. So he's just been like, he's been immortalized and he's, there's a very good chance he does actually. I mean, he's, he's out, he's out on bond right now. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's still going to have a court date at some point, but, um, it's just fucking insane. So yeah, I, I don't see how he gets away with it, even in our fucking broken ass system. I mean, it's gonna be. I I think the what's gonna happen is like what we see a lot with like cops that they'll overcharge them on purpose. Yeah, like they'll charge them with like first degree murder when it's very clearly not first degree murder. Yeah, um, so they can get off easier. Yeah, right, because they're not gonna be able to find them guilty of first degree murder. Um, <sighs> God damn. Yeah. But I'm also incredibly bleak and hopeless. So yeah, same <laughs> yeah. here. Like I'm just like seeing like George Zimmerman all over again. So like yeah, this little piece and, of shit can go and just like sign guns at gun shows forever from here on out. And that's exactly what happened with George Zimmerman. They they fucking overcharged him. Um, that is very clearly a manslaughter case, or, or like not a first degree murder case. Yeah, even a second degree murder case. It would have been if it was first. Wait, did they charge him with first degree and then he? I I believe they charge him with second. Okay. Um. So yeah. Uh. As as we said, so black black rifle coffee company. Um. They were like, oh no, like we don't sponsor him. Did they actually disavow? I guess I don't really know. Yeah, they did uh, not disavow. 
They okay. did not. They didn't no, disavow they... Kyle Rittenhouse. They put out some sort of like Millie Mouse statement about how like, you know, we don't want to profit off of tragedy and blah, 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 blah. And then like Evan Haffer, while he was on like Dana Loesch's show, was like, I think he might have been justified in what he did too. So he didn't, he didn't like disavow. He would just like gave himself some space because I guess <clears throat> apparently like having literal blood money is probably not the best thing in the world. I have an interesting situation where, as you know, Black Rifle Coffee's fans are fascist and most of them were mad when they didn't support Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. So a lot of people were not comfortable putting their <clears throat> experience of Black Rifle Coffee on blast. I'm not one of those people. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, up until uh, apparently yesterday, they're answering DMs. Their DMs are open. And someone screenshotted... The, with their DMs, they have Black Rifle Coffee um, that are 100% real. You guys have me on camera so you can see that the, like that's a fucking verified account or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this person screenshotted something they sent, like their initial thing, like, we don't support Kyle Rittenhouse. This is effectively what it was, like financially yeah. support Kyle Rittenhouse. It said, or you can denounce Kyle Rittenhouse, his actions, and be explicit about what the quote-unquote tragedy was in this situation. Um, Black Rifle Coffee said, quote, go stand with the other outrage culture mob loser. And someone said, he fucking murdered two people. <laughs> um, so Black Rifle Coffee, of course, said, sorry to inform you that uh, the way America works, innocent until proven guilty, go back to Salem witch trial days, you loser. Which is interesting because their founder was just seeing a rat video about killing people in his home. That's right. Extrajudicially. Yeah. Sick. Oh my God. Oh. Um, but what's interesting though is that they publicly got like a lot of shit from the right and like yes so from, like every um, shithead reactionary yeah so uh like for example cernovich was is, has a tweet <laughs> and he tweeted out this the solid tribune article where he said 90 percent of black rifles customer base knows what's up but evan took that private equity money and now is the left's bitch so noted leftist good. black rifle coffee noted um, leftist leftist private bitch. equity this is a good one uh nick fuentes uh actual <laughs> nazi said it's not at all surprising that the black rifle coffee company would disavow kyle rittenhouse their anti-pc tough guy act has always been a cheap marketing strategy to exploit earnest conservatives there's an entire industry built on this model and it's sick honestly he got it which is terrible because he's an actual nazi <laughs> i know because that's it's exactly the, it's what the that is article of like the worst person you know just yes. made a great point it's dude. yeah because that's exactly what they they made a brand being they they literally made a fascist dog whistling racist coffee company because way back in the day they have a blog called coffee or die um and they made articles pretty much shitting on muslims about the muslim band way back in the day you know oh, yeah. forever ago three-ish years ago now yep. it's been taken down because people are like yo that's even too racist for you you can't dog whistle that hard um oh my God. so and then of course they shit on starbucks forever ago which is how they mm -hmm. came it to be conservatives darlings because starbucks people said that they had a refugee hiring program, which would be oh. rad in its own, but it wasn't. It was just for um, displaced American translators, um, to, you know, people who translate for our deployed military overseas and have had to run for their fucking lives because we abandoned them. Yeah, That was who fucking Starbucks was targeting, not to mention Starbucks hire, hires literally thousands of veterans every year. 
Uh, but and gives like you know decent benefits for yes. what for what it is. Okay, yeah. so I I saw your tweet the other day about like the AMA that they did on Reddit. You oh, it's incredible! Us, you should tell us about that real quick. Um, so I'll have to pull up the exact quote unless you have it. Um, I, oh, so man. back this is after the Starbucks thing blew up when I think Hafner's on fucking uh, Fox News and shit. And he's saying that Black Rifle Coffee is going to hire 10,000 veterans, which is incredible because they might employ 100 <laughs> people. Um, and, you know, that it's openly said, if you want a conservative coffee choice, Black Rifle Coffee is your thing. So he did an AMA, which isn't ask me anything for people who aren't Reddit poisoned like the rest of us. Um, and said, you know, I've done this many deployments. I'm a special forces veteran. And I also own a coffee company and immediately people started fucking tearing him apart about the, oh, uh, yes. the messaging that they've had to, and, and one guy, the, the one that really fucking, I, I think actually got him to delete the entire AMA cause he ethered the whole thing, deleted his fucking account. <laughs> he, he got rid of everything. Was Did you someone, say it was Matt Best that was doing the... I think... I don't know if it was Matt Best exactly. Okay. It may have um, been Evan, the other guy. It may have been Evan. Um, it's on brand for Matt Best to do yeah. that, uh, but I can't say for sure because I'm 90... I, I can't say for certain, but I'm also pretty sure he got one of my book events canceled. But... Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that later if you want. But <laughs> Yes, um, absolutely. Um so the guy said, hey, I used to actually like you guys, but then you went on, you made it like, the guy was very obviously taken by their branding, which is like a tough guy, bullshit veteran thing, you know, the vet bro company. But like, you know, back before the Fox News thing came out, they were just an edgy coffee company. They weren't explicitly fascist, um, like less so even than grunt style. Uh, and then they came out to that. He's like, you know, and I was like really taken aback by this 10,000 job thing because at the time they employed like a couple dozen people. And then he's like, then I saw that like more bullshit, more bullshit, more bullshit than that racist fucking blog post. And he's like, by the way, I'm curious, how's the hiring going? Um, and like the whole AMA got fucking ethered after that. And then people pointed out that the timeline that he said for his deployments did not make sense. Um, so like, he's probably lying, which is incredible because you already own black rifle coffee. You don't need to steal any more valor. Honestly, uh, you've made your own. Um, but yeah, they're, they're pretty vindictive dudes. Uh, I think it was Matt best. Cause I mean, yeah, the title of that is special, uh, former special forces operator, CIA contractor. He was a CIA contractor. Okay. Cool. That explains a lot. Uh, well, we had, um, book events lined up at virtually the same time in Texas at Fort hood. Um, and I was making jokes around the same time that my book, uh, hooligans of Kandahar, which has no ghost writers is outselling his, which has by, by the accounts of someone who used to work for coffee and die magazine and no longer does had about four ghost writers. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, part of the uh, deal, baby. Yeah. Uh, suddenly after that, uh, my event was canceled. Uh, nice. I, I did not get word why. Uh, I did not make this event at all. It's you know, you're, if you're in a literary word, your agent does that. Uh, I, I was just told that I was no longer having an event there. <laughs> I'm sorry you missed oh out on God. the joys of Colleen, Texas. Hey, their money's green, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oof. Dude. Oh, I'm going through the AMA right now. And I think I found it actually. The sorry, first, I did not. Sorry, it wasn't Fort Hood. It was uh, Joint Base Lewis McCord. I got those two mixed up. But it, yeah, it was. It yeah, was those Washington. are very different. 
my ears are blending together, man. Dude, Matt said we strive to emancipate the conservative American from corporate coffee. What the fuck does that mean? You are corporate right. coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Are they a coffee co-op? No. No, they're definitely not. Um, <laughs> Absolutely not. And their their veterans thing is great um, because this is obviously not a deep dive or anything. I've ran into one Black Rifle coffee place. One. Uh, I was at, I was in Las Vegas way before, you know, when travel was cool. Um, and I saw my very first black rifle coffee place. It was like a coffee shack effectively, which are super common in the Pacific Northwest. It was just like enough room for one person to stand there and make coffee. Yeah. And the people I was with wanted to go get coffee from there. And I was like, fine, I'm not getting any. And it was a, a girl that was maybe 15 or 16 years old like you'd see at any other coffee place definitely not a fucking veteran guys yeah <laughs> oh jordan I, uh, did you find that comment that is like uh the first and only time i heard of your company yeah that's comment? the one so yeah read that to us the first and only time i heard of your company was when you were trying to shit on starbucks and exploiting military service in a pathetic attempt to go viral you trashed a company that has employed and will continue to employ more veterans than you ever will you claimed you were hiring 10,000 veterans over the next six years, but at the time your company employed about 50 people. At best, you were being extremely naive. My more cynical view says you were trying to get some free advertising and jump on the reactionary anti-refugee bandwagon. But this isn't ask me anything, so I will ask a question. When are you going to hire your 10,000 veterans, you shameless attention-whoring shill? Hell yeah, <laughs> oh, yes. It's so God funny, like damn. these random Redditors just like talking shit to this guy. It's it kind of reminds so me of of an, the army recruiters who who go on like Xbox Live and just get ethered by people who ask them what their favorite war crime is. You Dude, have that's to... all the army's Twitch pages now. Yeah. yeah. To get on the army like esports like Discord channel, you have to post proof of service. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'll do that and I'll still ask what their favorite war crime is. Yeah, I'm, I'm think I'm going to do that too. Um, <laughs> might blow up on me, but you know, why not? Hell with it. It'd be fun. Yeah. But uh, they're like, uh, holy shit. They, they, every single comment in here really was uh boy. Like, and they're all like gilded too. Like I didn't I see a single one of their responses. I guess they, yeah, they deleted every single thing. And apparently people were linking to stuff on their blog, which they have also now deleted. That was just like super Islamophobic shit. Oh, yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because Evan Haffer had some crazy shit to say about like Muslims, especially like. Yes. Because he was like he was trying he was trying to defend like the Muslim ban at the same time, too. And he was like, actually, it's not a Muslim ban. It's just from country where Muslim terrorism happens from. It's like that's the same thing, man. Like, what are you talking about? Dude, you even have the moderator for our coffee in there talking about how Black Rifle Coffee have been a persistent, unwelcome presence in their community for since their inception. Oh. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh. So, somebody God. told me how they, like, hypothetically, how they could go about making their coffee company very little overhead, which, oh, like, you just buy man. bulk white label coffee beans and then just repackage them yeah do they even do they roast their coffee like i who i don't know knows? that i i i saw their like uh it's actually their main headquarters is really close to where i work in salt lake city so it was like i accidentally drove by it one time trying to find a new route home and i had like a charlton heston at the end of planet of the apes moment where i just cursed <laughs> at it but uh it doesn't look big enough to actually be like a coffee roaster yeah 
Interesting. Like I, just, I don't get it, it. They're just a dumpster filled with Kirkland signature beans in the back. <laughs> Yeah, they just make like a Costco trip every couple of days and just like load up a bunch of stuff from Kirtland's special or whatever. Allegedly. My favorite own that I saw with all the conservatives freaking out outside of like all the anti-Semitic shit was like uh, people like your coffee tasted like shit anyway. Like I'm glad Dude. we could all agree on that. I don't think I've ever drank it, but like I think it's funny that these people all admit that they hated the coffee then continued to buy it just because they bought so hard into the brand. Dude, that's because that's bad. that's, that's it. So, like, I know. A thing like a recurring theme that we have talked about a lot on this show is that there is no conserve conservative ideology outside of owning the libs. Right. And that includes just drinking the shittiest coffee imaginable. <laughs> I mean, that was like, like their two you, big like things of getting attention for their product. The first one was like trying to dunk on Howard Schultz for trying to hire refugees. And the second one was because Keurig didn't want to sponsor Sean Hannity anymore. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know about that one. Oh yeah. That was the one where like everyone was like breaking their Keurig machines because like, (laughs) and throwing them out windows right after they burn all their Nike apparel. Well, yeah. When everything is through that culture war lens, they got to get something on their side where they can feel safe. Then they're not going to get betrayed, which is funny that they now feel betrayed or at least some of them do. No, that's why things like parlor are doomed to fail because their entire thing is based on owning the libs, but there's no fucking libs unless you make an account just to fuck with them. Yeah. For some reason, like liberals and socialists and communists don't want to give over their social security number and a copy of their photo ID to a <laughs> to be to like, a, to like an open source website. Yeah. yeah, I'm on enough lists. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, dude. It's, but it, uh... it really is funny, like that they've had so much backlash at this one too, because they deserve it so much. This is Frankenstein's monster coming back to attack his creator, because yeah, these people deserve everything because they're the most shameless shills on the planet and well, yeah and, and you can see that with matt best youtube channel dude like i had it's a God. cringe compilation That's i know oh, yeah. I, I had i have a friend who is a marine who like he's just like a normie dude who was i, I can't remember if he posted or like I, I think I might have asked him about Matt Bess and he was like, oh, uh, yeah, I like his YouTube channel or whatever. And I was, I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, it's like vet humor. I was like, is it like, no, <laughs> it's like it's like trying to be he's got like the Dan Bal- Dan Bilzerian aspects. Like before he got married, he like had all these videos of like oh, like this is when what happens when you wake up when you're hungover and you're a veteran, but you wake up with two <laughs> girls in your bed like haha it's it's a good joke and so i was like why do you like do people just feel like they have to identify with something that like i mean the people who buy into this like we are veterans and like veterans like us so we we see you veterans it's just like it's so fucking weird to me the thing about it is and this is just kind of my takeaway from it is it most veterans life in the military is very pedestrian like it could be Besides, like, deployments, like, garrison life for military people is incredibly boring. It's a lot of getting yelled at for stupid bullshit and, like, a lot of, like, raking and picking up, like, cigarette butts. Like, and for the most part, like, people want to be cool, so they start linking into, like, these sort of subcultures, like, Black Rifle Coffee offers. Like, that's, and that's why the, like, epic bro sort of, like, culture really took over in veterans, and it's, because like the chai was really big too, because same sort of thing too. It's like they're epic, 
bacon's good. I drink whiskey, blah, 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 blah. It's pretty much people just want to be cool. And this is kind of the subculture that was created out of just sheer boredom more than anything else. Yeah. And I honestly think that was one of the things that, cause like I've always been a little left, but not like I would definitely consider myself a lip uh, back then. But like one of the things is like I grew up in the military and listen, when I was fucking 17. I got out of my mid twenties. Like I did most of my maturing in the military and I realized like, I fucking hate all of these people. <laughs> They're all garbage. And I'm like, obviously it's a blanket statement. There's some people that are perfectly yeah, yeah, fine, yeah. but like it was because they were entrenched by uh, entranced by shit like this. And I just was repulsed by it. And I think it's because like, I, I kind of saw it for what it was. It's like a whole bunch of really sad men trying to grift you out of money by making you feel good about yourself. It's, it's like a cult without their religious belief because so it was like, uh, this is just like the stuff that we used to do. Like, no, it's not, it's not at all. Like, <laughs> We had boring careers where occasionally randos tried to kill us. We didn't wake up in bed with supermodels and drink expensive whiskey and get in sports cars, you fucking and just idiot. like shoot like incredibly large guns just into the air or whatever. Right. Like, Fired a gun once every six months, maybe, and then like swept the fucking motor pool and then complained about how much we hated our lives. But these people made you fucking feel that you did something deep and meaningful and special and also weirdly racist. And like, yep. Cause like, if you look every time they make a dick joke or the dildo, the dildo's black. Absolutely. <laughs> every single time, every yeah. time, every I, single time, I, please explain to me why Matt, why does that make it funnier? Uh, can someone cause... also please explain to me like the rights fascination with dildos? Cause it's kind of a phenomenon. Uh, okay. and I just, They're I curious how the fuck you please a woman. Yeah, I mean, so, I think Ben Shapiro kind of showed that more than anything else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, Ben Shapiro made that as clear as day that wet pussy <laughs> was a fucking medical condition. Yeah, uh, that was that was a concern. No, um, yeah, like that, veteran culture and like military culture in general is just like the most depressing thing possible. Like for the most part, here's a, like a day in like a soldier's life. You'll wake up. You'll go run a little bit. You'll shower. You'll dress in like your uniform. You'll go do motor pool stuff. You'll go to the office. Usually they won't have anything to do, so you just sit around and dick on your phone. You go home. You drink some military special, whatever they had at the at the shop at. You play some Xbox. You go home. You might cry. That's about it. Yeah, exactly. It's a whole bunch of sad, sad people wanting to feel better about themselves. And things like grunt style and black rifle coffee and, you know, troop fucking and circle jerks all make themselves feel better and that's why a lot of them end up as right-wingers you just show up you can show up to any fucking right-wing group meeting and if you're a veteran everybody loves you immediately and like if you go to a left group either a they're not gonna like you or b they're not gonna treat you special so you're like <gasps> it's one of the two <laughs> yeah and you're gonna they're gonna you're gonna clutch your fucking pearls and complain about the things that you did for the country like dude i'm sorry but jerking off in a guard tower did nobody any good move on with your life <laughs> oh, oh god no it's it, it really is that too it's just that and i think that kind of speaks to like why veterans are so disaffected when they get out of the service too like you never really see like veterans get out and just go like oh yeah i'm a centrist no, they either break hard <laughs> left or hard right and it's not really much in between because like yeah a lot of them been fucked over in their careers too. So like they've seen what government can do and it's kind of fucked them over to it. Like the status quo is not good for them. 
Like they've either been sad in the desert, sad in a barracks, or sad after being divorced for like the fifth time. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's uh, that's a hundred percent a military experience. And like Matt Best and you know whoever else runs the company, Matt Best is like their fucking hype man. Yeah, because I I remember him before because he started a clothing company too. I think it's Article Fifteen Clothing. Yeah, um, and oh, Jesus, and all of those other ones. They make people feel like they're in like this elite fucking caste system and they're the warrior caste. It's like, all right, man, listen, you work in finance or, you know, you who cares? Like I was a tank crewman. Who fucking cares? I'm an emotional teenager. I'm not a warrior caste member. Get the fuck over it. And when I get out, I'm going to be like badly developed as an adult. My knees are going to hurt. And nobody's going to fucking care about anything I ever did. And like the faster you, you get the hang of that, the the better chance you have to be to not be an insufferable prick for the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Article 15 did expand to not just be clothes, but it's also um, whiskey, rum and beer. Fucking but, course. And, course. Yeah. And they, uh, of course, um, made the movie called Article 15. Um, and I'll have you know that this is a film that won best film at the GI Film Festival. So, is that the <laughs> is that Range Fifteen, the zombie movie? I think. So. Oh yeah, Range Fifteen. Sorry. Oh, yeah, who? What else was in the running? Jesus Christ! Because <laughs> I remember like watching that on like a field exercise because it was the only thing we had running on like the tent, and I fifteen minutes and I walked out. Just drone footage of a bus being blown up. Dude, that would be better. And, the, and a my pillow <laughs> infomercial. Of course, he worked for the CIA too. It all tracks. I mean, they're a certain type of guy that starts one of these grips, but like, I have no doubt believing that they were largely normal people until yeah. they start. Cause like, it is from, I know people who have met Matt Best. I know people who have worked with Matt Best, and they have all told me he's a very fucking normal person. So like this is all a facade that they're I, grifting. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's selling a fantasy. It's selling yeah. a lifestyle that doesn't exist. It's like the same reason people go and watch action movies. Yeah, it's right. it's it's, you know, it's, like, it's like it's wrestling. An, it's an escape. Yeah, it's exactly. It's it's professional wrestling. Yeah, exactly. The You're the face. The terrorists are the heels. Yeah, it's the same reason why people think like Chuck Norris is still cool when in reality, like <laughs> those jokes are ironic. Dude, like, he's like that he's tough. There's like a gas station chain in Utah that they they had like a grand opening at one thing at like a I don't even know if I don't, I don't know if it was a mega gas station or what but it was Maverick and they uh, had Chuck Norris there for a grand opening of some oh. kind in Reykjavik Iceland Chuck Norris has his own barbecue oh my god hi I don't know I didn't eat at it he's also like <laughs> 78 years old so I think at this point I could probably take him in a fight yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the same reason why people think like Sylvester Stallone was a legitimate badass. Like, he's a fucking actor. He he's an actor who took like massive amounts of HGH for forty years. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's also five six. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What? He's a, he's a small man. He's five six. Yeah, that's why he's small and rocky. I mean, what? He's the Ben Shapiro size. Still, still, the funniest that's thing Bill Burr ever did was his rant on Philadelphia, where he said that Philadelphians <laughs> were so racist. That they couldn't build a statue to an actual boxer like Joe Frazier or Bernard <laughs> Hawkins. They had to build one to a fake movie star in Rocky. Oh my god. That's good. That's Did they good. make him taller, the statue? Probably. Probably. A little, yeah. yeah this, the statue's taller. 
a five foot six statue be pretty unimpressive. Yeah, no, that's not what you want. Detroit did it better with the Robocop statue. Yeah, there's a reason that's there's the never one been thing a I'm proud about my home statue. city for. Yeah, where? Wait, are, are are you from Philly, Joe? No, I'm from Detroit. Oh, you're from Detroit. Yeah. Oh, the Robocop statue. That's yeah. what you said. Okay. Oh, I would not be proud of a Rocky statue because we actually have uh, teams that have won things up until recently. Yeah. <laughs> My God. And also, Dude. we have like Joe Lewis. We named a whole sta- stadium after him. No, you have right. a way cooler statue of Joe Lewis than you do of Rocky. Just like the the fist of Joe Lewis statue is still the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I, I recently like, saw. How cool would like a Joe Frazier stadium be? Damn, that would be tight. Oh. I uh, I did just see. I think out. we just hit the anniversary for the Malice at the Palace. I think. It oh was yeah, place yep. I remember watching that on TV. It was amazing. Dude, same. I was like the most confused child ever. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" I I'd still like, think the universe that Jermaine O'Neal slipped because if he actually connected, he's in jail right now for me. Oh, he would have yeah, killed. Guy. That he would have killed that guy. He would have absolutely killed. Dude, him. Yeah, he, right. he would have killed that guy who looked like E from Entourage. <laughs> he did, dude. He no, really no, did. Turtle, sorry, not E. Turtle. Yeah, Turtle from right. Entourage. <laughs> I had no exactly idea what like was him. happening because I was like fucking 10, 11 years old or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but all like every good Detroit, I was like, kick his fucking ass. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, the bad boys are back. <laughs> they right. were. Um, Jordan, do you got anything else you want to talk about with Black Rifle? Uh, just that I hate them with my entire heart because they make me ashamed to tell people I'm a veteran because one of the reasons I really hate Black Rifle Coffee and the same thing with like Grunt Style or Ranger Up or any of those other stupid brands that like try and make like being in the military epic is that anytime that I tell people that I was in the military or anything like that, they get KG because of what this sort of image puts out there. Because when you see people wearing shirts that say just the tip and it has bullets on it, for some reason, most people in society don't wanna to talk to that person. I fucking wonder why. Right, we, we are redoing Vietnam era propaganda to ourselves. Yeah. Like, you know, you can't shirt like the Vietnam veterans are going to fucking whack out and like take a machine gun into somewhere like fucking Rambo. Like that's like yeah. that's the, the whole point of first blood. But now we did it to ourselves. Yeah, it, it's the same thing with any sort of like veteran branding too. like if I ever see like someone wearing a disgruntled veteran T-shirt, I immediately just want to kick their ass just because they make me they make me feel like I should be more ashamed of who I am because I can't talk to people about it. Like when I met my fiance, she, I didn't tell her I was a veteran or in the military until probably about her third or fourth date because she just, she's more on the left anyway too. And she was like, I have a no military rule. And she's like, well, why is that? It's like, I just can't imagine myself being with someone like that just because of what I kind of, of everything I've seen. It's like, well, I get that actually because of what yeah. I've seen as well. I run into that too. Like, I mean, I under, like my first book I wrote was about the military. And when people buy it, they assume they're buying Matt Best's book or they're buying whatever else. Uh, or they assume that I'm like that or something. Like I've been to, like I've, I've spoke at universities when kids were uncomfortable talking to me. Yeah. And like, that was really eye-opening is, I mean, I say kids, I'm in my thirties. They were, you know, early twenties, maybe late teens. And they felt uncomfortable approaching where I was sitting and asking me questions, even though, and this is like, the book was in their fucking curriculum. They were uncomfortable coming to speak to me. And because, yeah. 
and I like, mean, I know the book isn't that... super happy and everything, yeah. but like, come on. So uh, yeah, I'm curious about like the, the, the your book in particular, at least the one about being in the military from like a left perspective and like what the feedback has like from that has been because that's something I, I think Jordan's like the only like left military guy I know, um, and I get his perspective. Yeah. Can't say he's an author, but like so there's literally like, dozens of us. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, like that's what I'm gonna say. Like I mean, I know, like fuck, like. I can't even really think about, I can't, can't, can't really name like any others that I know. So like, what was the feedback and has, what has the response been? You know, when I was writing the book, uh, well, I guess I should fast forward cause that's getting it published took forever. Um, but it, it was hard to publish because it didn't tell the war story that Americans are used to hearing. And that it was really hard to market because I kept shooting down fucking everything that they were bringing up. Um, because it was gross. Like changes they wanted to make. Is that what you mean? Well, like the way they wanted to market it was the way that you'd market any other veterans book. Um, and I mean, like the subtitle is not all war stories are heroic because that book pretty much charts my, uh, from being a disaffected combat soldier in Afghanistan to being an anti-war leftist. And like, I think it, it's had that effect on people. Like I've accidentally wrote American history X and I say that. <laughs> Because we all know a shitty racist in high school who really liked American History X. Yeah. Even though it's explicitly anti-racism. I've ran into people like fucking chuds, right-wingers, fascists, who are like, yeah, this book's fucking hilarious. I'm like, it's not for you. Please put it back. It's like the yeah. it's like the the Trump supporters who were dancing to killing in the name of in South yes, Philly. That's exactly what it is. Like they're missing, like, I'm not fucking subtle. Either you can say a lot of things about my writing style. I don't do subtle. Um, so I'm very open and everything. And not to mention I'm writing as fucking soldier because I wrote this while I was there. Yeah. And like the the ability of people to miss the fucking point is incredible. Um, but I mean, on the left, I've had very few people um hate on me for it. I mean, other than just like you're a veteran, we don't like you. Fine, yeah. whatever. I don't like me either. But um, <laughs> like very few people have been like, you know, this this book this makes me hate you even more. No, I I mean I've had negative reviews from conservatives. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what I would expect. I mean, like yeah. there's obviously gonna be the anti-imperial left who are like never gonna feel like there's a place for you in the left, which nah. Yeah, <laughs> no. Fuck those yeah. people. Um, yeah, but like people made me an anarchist, right? <laughs> like, yeah, Jordan was like, he brought up something like he gets like random D, uh, DMs from like like PSL people or whatever, yeah, which I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Um, because Jordan, it, it's you know, yeah, it, you're just you're you're just you. Um, it's but a bit like, of a toss up which side tells me to kill myself more at this point, yeah. That, I mean, that's not <laughs> what I would expect. I mean, like, um. Well, I mean, especially with like the predatory nature of like the military and how mm -hmm. it like, I mean, recruiting tactics um, yeah. as a really good example, but like the type of people who join the military and the, the backgrounds from which most people, most people come from, I don't think um, it's a very uh, good stance to be uh, trying to shut those people out of the left, to be honest. But um, yeah, so I mean, I've more expected there to be more backlash from the right, I suppose, but that, I mean, that fucking cracks me up that they think it's that there are people who think it's like a funny book or like yeah um, they laugh at the parts they're not supposed to fucking laugh at um it, it I mean, reminds me of a friend that like I, the first time i saw a full metal jacket was a friend who ended up joining um the marines but like we were 
young teenagers and he was like i got this like hilarious movie i want to show you and he yeah. thought he thought like the up until the point where he kills himself everything up to that point was really funny the way that joel started i was like I was, and then when he killed him or when he kills the joel sergeant himself i'm like the fuck like you thought this was funny like (laughs) but like yeah and a lot of the stuff is is, it is explicit so it's it it also blows my mind that people can't really seem to read what they're reading and i mean since then i've gotten more hate on it um because it's been a couple years now but that hate is more driven because the people know who i am before they know that i have the book yeah Uh, so they'll just leave shitty reviews to try to review tank me and it's never worked um, like Jack Posobiec tried to do that, didn't fucking pan out. Did he really? Yeah. What oh, Lieutenant Piss Baby did that to you? Yeah. Um, and I, I think it was because like he was saying that the red hat, like the MAGA hat, is like the yellow star. Um, Jesus and you know, Christ. yeah, that's a great comparison for a guy who's made like numerous fourteen eighty eight references. Yeah, right. Say, and that's, I, that's interesting coming from like a literal Nazi. And yeah. I just said, LOL, you people want to be oppressed so bad. Um, and they just like he fucking shared it with his piss baby friends, and he, not only did he get ratioed, I only got like I don't know thirty negative reviews, and like, sorry, buddy, you're pissing into an ocean there. It's not gonna do any good. <laughs> Damn, dude. Chat uh, and he uh, he tried like I can get like petty, especially when people like that um try to come at me. Like I get I get people who fuck with me all the time, which is fine. Whatever, I fuck with people too. It's the nature of the game. You know, when you troll, you're going to get trolled. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and I think it was oh, not Jack Posobiec, but the other one. It's just like him. Cernovich. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cernovich yeah. uh, tried to say something, and I said I couldn't hear him with the gold medals I have in my ear for my book. Nice. <laughs> then he blocked me. Damn. <laughs> Dude, I fucking hate Cernovich. And when, when an, a literal rapist comes after you... Um, I go fucking low as shit. I mean, I don't go as low as him because he's a rapist, but I do what I can. Yeah. We call that concern trolling. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really whipped out the gorilla mindset on him. I like that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, if anything, he should really like the book because you know what a gorilla mindset? The Taliban. <laughs> <laughs> this one goes out to the brave Mujahideen fighters. <laughs> Um. Yeah. This is to every Afghani who got Reagan's money. <laughs> yep. That was the first stimulus, if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! After all, is the first stimulus I ran contra? Oh my God. <laughs> well, um, I think that's uh that's a good note to end it on. Joe, do you have anything you want to plug other than other uh, other than the book? I suppose. Uh, just the book. Uh, my other book, uh, my other, my new series doesn't have a, a release date yet. Um, and I guess I could pl- feebly plug my shitty Twitch stream at, at, uh, Lions Led by Pod where are we, you, are you playing it. games? Yeah. Uh, I got a group of people together cause you know, I grew up playing games, um, violent games. So that's why I ended up joining the army. No, right. Um, but and I noticed that, like there's a lot of people in like my podcast Discord who also wanted to play, but they're like, there's too many fucking racists. People are saying slurs. Uh, they're transphobic. They're fascist. I'm like, I got a fucking idea. So we got a group of people together uh, to team kill the fuck out of those people until they quit the game. And that's all we do. Most hell of the time. yeah. In uh, oh, yes. We, uh, we've play squad postscriptum uh, rising storm Two. 
the the chuddiest games uh, outside of Call of Duty Hell so yes. far. Uh, and we just tried to make their experience as unpleasant as humanly possible. Damn. Oh, that's that's right. that, is, that is a service I will thank you for. <laughs> that is some praxis. That is. That's awesome. And where is that on Twitch, did you say? That is Lions Led by Pod. Hell yeah. All right, boys. Well, uh, it's been a pleasure. Joe, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. It was a lot of fun. Do you do my two other co-hosts have anything that you wanna you wanna end on? Tell um, your fat uncle to fuck off <laughs> at Thanksgiving. There you go. I was just gonna say have a happy Thanksgiving. Jesus Christ, Greg. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm a, exactly. Be safe. Don't uh try to don't, don't put anyone at risk. Um,